0: Hello and welcome to The Bestseller Experiment, where we continue to discover what makes a bestseller and inspire you to start, finish and publish your book.
1: I'm Mark DeVoe. And I am Mark Stay and this week's episode is sponsored by our wonderful patrons. So be upstanding for Jan Mogelbjerg to for Tajai Mausnes, for Jack F. Erickson, thank you all for being our wonderful, awesome patrons. And if you want to support this podcast and get some wonderful extras, including loads of deep dive episodes and getting the episodes early and all sorts of superb exclusives, uh, pop over to experiment.com forward slash support. Mr. D, how are you today, sir? I'm doing great. I'm absolutely massively
0: excited about what's been happening in the last few weeks. We're going to be talking a little bit about accountability today, because we think this is an area which is not discussed enough. And if you get to the end of this show and you've learned something which might change your world in terms of how you write and what makes you write and how you get that book done, then we want to hear about it because that's what we're going to talk about. But before we dive in, I want to talk a little bit about some crazy stuff happening in your world, Mark, as well, with your Little movie
1: that's well. There's what's the latest? Go on, tell us all. Oh, what can I tell you? I mean, s- sets are being built. That's the wow. exciting thing. It's exciting. Uh, you know, I've seen I've seen a photo of of diggers digging up earth and stuff. So they're they're building. They're building this on the, on a studio, and there there are you know people in hard hats and high vis jackets driving around big diggers digging stuff up. So that's really exciting. I've seen creatures. I've seen you know all sorts of fascinating stuff. So it's all coming together. I know a lot of our listeners are screenwriters as well, and certainly in the BXP group, which is the Facebook group that we have for our patrons, a number of people there are turning their hands to screenwriting too. And this is a really interesting time if you have a film going into production. Because we're now doing things like scheduling. So, which sounds a bit dry and a bit boring, but this is where the director sits down with the line producer who's responsible for making sure everything happens when it's supposed to happen. And they're currently sitting down plotting out what we shoot and when. Now, Mr. D, I'm sure, like me, if you've ever tried to organize, you know, maybe six friends to go to a restaurant or to go to a party or if you've worked in an office and tried to get 10 people to go to a meeting at the same time imagine that but with about 300 people right and then then you have some of those because very often you, you might only have actors say if you've got a six week shoot you might only have actors available for two weeks of that shoot And so you've got to, you know, hinge everything around that. So we've got that actor for those two weeks and that actor for those two weeks, but they only overlap for two days. So that scene that they have together, we've got to shoot that then. Oh, but we haven't got that location then. Oh, okay, we need to change the location. Screenwriter, can you change the location? No, I can't (laughs) change the location. Don't tinker with my precious words. So that's... (laughs) That's what we're doing at the moment, and it's it's um it's exciting because you're thinking it's happening, it's really really happening, and it's 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 good fun, it's good fun, it's um it's 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 that thing where, you know, you're you're building a, a ship, and you're you're now making it watertight, you know, you're yes. now putting all the rivets in place, and it's it's really exciting, really. It's really so exciting.
0: fascinating to hear behind the scenes as well, because I mean for people that are interested in I mean everyone loves movies and but for, for writers it's always this incredible dream of oh what if my book one day gets made into a film or like you say what if I maybe try a screenplay like I'm doing right now and like just learning about that process but hearing about how you as a screenwriter has to you know you, you write this masterpiece you get it in there and then suddenly you're having to kind of rejig it because of logistical problems and that's that's a whole other another level isn't it in terms it's, of how It's, a,
1: it's an interesting um, way of writing and it's, uh, I'll, you know, a tip I will give to to writers is, um, and this isn't terribly relatable, but write like you're doing a rewrite on set. Because if you're on set and the clock is ticking and time is money and everyone's standing around and you've been told to rewrite a scene, you have to. Because this happened on Robot Overlords just once actually, uh, but I had, to, I had to rush off to my trailer. I had I was I had a trailer for an hour, which is fantastic. <laughs> uh, so I had to scuttle off to my trailer, open up my laptop, and write these new words. And you don't fanny about at all. <laughs> you, you are you are focused like a la- like one of those laser beams. They point at the moon. You are like, yeah. okay, this is it. I'm writing. Tap 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 tap. You don't worry about purple prose. You don't worry about being erudite. You're like, damn it, just get those words on the page, which is a great way to write, you know. And it's um the the book I've recently finished a couple of weeks ago. I kind of wrote it like that, you know. The first draft is going to be a right old mess, but those words are down. So it's um yeah, write like you're rewriting on set. Yeah. (laughs) I mean, which
0: actually, which actually ironically is an incredibly beautiful link into accountability because that is almost like the most extreme version of accountability where you're given like one hour, you got the actors there. I remember reading in the back of your book, actually in Robot Overlords, where you wrote about the, it was kind of your notes about making the film and Mm. talked about how you, you had to go and, you know, you had, you were rewriting words and then you were, you know, hearing them being spoken you know um just just a few like the next morning i think or something so it's an incredibly great extreme example of of what you can actually do when you're actually accountable to someone and and that's really the whole theme of today's show because accountability is the absolute most important thing that none of us have as writers unless unless we're signed to a major publishing company who maybe give us a three book deal. And we've heard this many times over with guests, haven't we? Three book deal. But there's always deadlines based around many things that happen, such as book exhibitions, the London book show, for example, where they have to have the book ready to be able to sell it to foreign seller foreign rights. But it's not that common that a writer actually has any accountability apart from their own personal dream.
1: Yeah. If you're, if you're starting out, you have, you have what is the luxury of time, which is you can take as long as you want to write your, your drafts and get it right before you send it out to people. And that's a great thing. And that is something, like you say, we've heard a couple of times from published authors when they come to the second or that third novel, uh, they're thinking, Oh, crikey, you know, the thing that took me 10 years to write, I've got to write a sequel to that in nine months. You know, that, that is, that is really, really hard. But that first book, you, you have the luxury of time, but that luxury, Can cause its own problems because you can think, well, I just won't do any today. I just won't do anything today, you know, and that thing of not being accountable. And it's one of the reasons we, we launched, you know, the 2020 challenge was, was the idea that, you know, we all clock in every day. We bank our words. We tell the world what we've done. And then you get feedback and you feel that camaraderie with, with fellow writers. But, um, yeah, it is, it is, is a double edged sword. It
0: is. And what's really fascinating is we've been doing a lot of research, um, looking at the numbers, the 2020 challenge. And even though even though the challenge is setting people up for success, the idea is you write 200 words a day, takes you maybe 15, 20 minutes, but it's about building the consistent habit of writing. But plot twist, there are a large percentage of people, not a large percentage, but a, a percentage of people that have signed up That even struggle with that. And the key, the key is that they're still only accountable to themselves, ultimately. They don't have to deliver a book to someone, they don't have to get a book done by a certain date. And that's actually one of the reasons why we've made accountability one of the core central pieces of the Bestseller Academy. Because one of the questions a lot of people have have been asking us now, one of the things to say, firstly, is, thank you to everyone who's already signed up to the Academy. We are over half full already and we cannot believe it. Like we, (laughs) It's just bonkers and it's absolutely amazing. So, and one of the things, one of the amazing bits of feedback we're getting from people that have signed up is they want that accountability. They want to take their accountability to the next level. They want to be accountable, not just to themselves, but they want to live in an environment. They want to write in an environment where they're in a part of a, a really kind of Amazing group of people that are all working towards this dream of finishing their book within 12 months. But not just finishing it, making it as good as it possibly can be. But it starts with the accountability because unless we've got that ticking clock and that sense of, and, and you know, more of a sense of a a group working towards this goal rather than you kind of individually doing it on your own whilst listening to the podcast, for example. Unless you've got that, a lot of the time it doesn't happen. And one of the one of the fascinating things is that accountability is the one thing that every single successful person in their world, whatever it is, whether it's an Olympic athlete training towards the Olympic Games, which has a deadline and a date attached to it, whether it's a musician trying to finish an album and deliver an album, they've got a tour coming up, whether it's an author who has to deliver that book to the traditional publisher. What we're creating in the Academy is this idea that Um, you come into this world where the expectation now is that you will write a book in 12 months. And we're going to support people through that journey. And when they get to the end of that road, there's an incredible celebration. We're going to be announcing every single book that comes out of the Academy on the
1: podcast. I think there's a perception that writing is a solitary pursuit, which it largely is. Uh, You know, you sit on your own and work on it. But I think that's all the more reason for you to reach out to other writers and, you know, and make yourself accountable and and discuss what you're working on. You know, you don't have to be alone. I think we, you know, we need to turn this assumption around, don't we?
0: Absolutely. Absolutely. So one of the interesting things we've reached out, we am going to talk a bit about how accountability have helped some of the successful writers in the BXP team. We're going to be kind of talking a little bit more about that. But I wanna I wanna talk a little bit about what we're doing to help and support people, like taking this now to the next level. Because one of the questions I got recently was from Lysinda, and she said, one of the most important things for me is is accountability. She, and 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 she's right, without it, nothing happens. You can be the best writer in the world, but if you're not accountable to something external to you, you're potentially gonna fail at that most challenging task, which is getting It done, and so she wanted me to kind of list. Well, what what are the accountabilities of the bestseller academy? Like, how are you going to create this? And so I've I've listed six things just as a starter for people to kind of understand how this works. The first thing is that everyone that comes into the academy is expected to finish a book. This is no longer okay. You know, you want to write a book. This is the dream. This is now about expecting to finish it. And what we are also saying is, we're saying we expect you to finish it within twelve months. But there's a big disclaimer there. As, and I can say this hand on heart as well. I know that life events can sometimes come along and throw you for a wobbly. I mean, you know, and so we're saying that we want you to finish your book within 12 months and that is the focus. But if something huge comes in your life and it just throws you off balance and you can't you know, physically write it, then absolutely, of course, it, you take as long as you need. But the idea is that you write that book in 12 months and everyone that writes that book in 12 months we'll be able to submit that book to the bestseller experiment book of the year award, which we are going to start announcing. And it's going to be a while yet because we've got to go through the process obviously of the first year of the Academy. But um, as an incentive, we're going to be offering um, an award to the best book that comes out of the Academy. So, But you have to write it within 12 months to be able to actually get the an entry into what we're calling the Academy Awards. The next thing, and so how people do that is going to be, we're breaking it down for people, it's going to be based around the 200 words a day or 1,440 words a week. We're going to really encourage people to write daily because what we want people to do is they want to come into the academy and work to the place where they have the most incredibly powerful writing habit that happens every day. Um, The second accountability is about declaring your dream. And we know we've been doing this for a number of years, haven't we, Mark? I mean, you've, you get you get a lot of the emails about people declaring your dreams. What's your kind of overriding sense that you get when somebody's taken that step to publicly say, this is what I'm going to do?
1: it's usually mildly terrifying i mean this was the basis for the whole podcast of course you know we said we were going to write a book in 12 months which yeah. uh you know it sounds like a lot of time but actually when you factor in everything else you have to do and again real life gets in the way as well it's um it requires a lot of focus but there's nothing like making a declaration to give yourself an awful lot of focus so when people Uh, send us our declarations. I do, I, I let them know I'm putting this in the diary. I've, I've usually have a link to the original social media post where they made the, uh, the declaration and then it pings up a week before I had one just the other day and I got in touch with the author and said, Hey, how's it going? And they're like, actually, yeah, really cool. I'm really glad (laughs) I did this. You know, you get the, the one thing I wouldn't say is, is don't go crazy. Don't say, Oh, I'm going to write, you know, 200,000 word of a trilogy in six weeks you know because you're just on a hiding to nothing think about the pace that you'll be running at you know think about what you can do uh and you'll learn that by by starting you know writing daily and, and 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 making your habit a daily one and you'll get an idea of how much you can actually write and then you'll be able to get an idea of actually yeah if i'm writing this many a day i can probably write Blah, 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 in however many months. And then you can kind of make that declaration. We do get declarations from people who are some way into their book and they're like, actually, it's not too late for me to say, you know what? I've, I've got a good pace on this. I'm going to finish this in eight months, nine months, 12 months, whatever, you know, so they go in the diary and, um, It's a really good hit rate, a really, really good hit rate. And uh, it's it's one of the big successes of the podcast. One of the things I'm I'm proud of stuff is all these people who've never been able to finish a book before and now getting those first drafts done.
0: Yeah, like stories about um, people that took, what, 16 years to write their first book and then declared they were going to try and attempt their second book in less than a year and finished Mm. it in three months. Things like that is what we're seeing. It's it's actually quite phenomenal. And I think it's important for people to remember That a lot of people out there don't want to publicly declare. They don't want us on the podcast to read out their declaration. We totally get that because that's, that's taking it to a very public level. But the way that we're doing it in the uh, academy is that you, you publicly declare it within the academy. So you're declaring it to me and, me and Mark and you're declaring it to your fellow academates as they're going to become known as. Um, so that everyone has to take that step within that group. And obviously we will announce them on the podcast if the person wants that bit of extra declaration but if part of your reason why you've been holding back and not wanting to try this method within writing is because you're 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 just not ready to take that step publicly then the academy is a safe place to do it because everyone else is in there and they will have to do it as well so that's another really important accountability that we're building in the the third thing that we're looking at is um, tracking word count and one of the one of the courses that I've been working on specifically for the academy is about how to, uh, I mean, the whole thing about writing habits, that's a whole section that you're going to be looking into and, and doing a course on before you really start get stuck into the book. But secondly, it's about how you effectively track your word count. And uh, you know, I've, I've met lots of authors who've shown me lots of different ways that they do it. And we're going to be kind of showing you different methodologies that you can use. And we keep saying this, the Academy is about a choose your own adventure. We are not saying this is how we've done it. So this is how you have to do it. It's actually about saying this is the ways that we discover different
1: best-selling authors do it, and so you choose your own adventure. This is so important to me because I'm not a fan of didactic courses. I'm not a fan of you know, there's you know, this this is the secret formula, blah blah blah, to this, that, or the other. I I want to be able to you know guide people, like we say, down choose choose their own adventure, find their own way of doing it, and that's that's the great thing about all the people we've spoken to. Indie authors, trad authors, publishers, editors—you know that the there are there are principles, there are things that will help you, uh, but you know you are going to find your own way. And again, it's that focus, it's that focus of joining the academy and saying this is going to be my journey, and that's that's so important to me.
0: Yeah, absolutely. I'm really really excited about that. Now, the next accountability, this is accountability number four that we have within the academy, is we are building. A community, and within that community, there are very organised sections for people to, you know, find beta readers for their books to to talk about, to show their book covering, to get feedback from everyone. Even if they get stuck on a plot point and say, "Look, I can't. I'm really stuck on this, and it, you know, I, I need some feedback. Does this work? Is it believable? All these things that we get stuck with in our head, you can now go to the community of like-minded, big dreaming. Authors and ask them the questions and ask for feedback. But part of the whole cycle of that is by also giving feedback, you're also learning and developing your own skills as well, which is super, super important. But one of the things that uh, we're developing, and this is kind of going to be a fun one, is we're going to have an area within the community where you have a progress log. And every single Academy member will have a progress log, which they update, which is documenting your journey. It's documenting what you've achieved, what you're struggling with, what you're succeeding in so that we can celebrate with you and help you through those hurdles that you're hitting. And this is a very, very powerful form of accountability that I use within my own coaching practice and have done for years. But we're bringing it into the academy for writers so that they can start to journal about their journey. And now a couple of really important things about this particular idea. The first thing is when you start on that journey... It's like writing any kind of journal. But when you start on that journey, you're kind of time stamping where you're at in your own development, where you are at as a writer, what your thought process is, like how you think. And then as you start to write, what you notice is you start to be able to see the changes that are happening in black and white. So, for example, if you do it for three months and you go back to your first post and you see what things you were struggling with then or the things that you were having, you know, challenges with. And then you see yourself three months later by the time you've done coaching with me and Mark, or you've, done, you've been working on your book, you've done some coaching on craft, etc. You see the change. And so journaling has these two really important things. One, it's about your journey. But secondly, it's about being able to measure the change. And as writers, very, very few of us do that. If any, it's a thing that is not used much that I've really come across. I've not even remember hearing one author talking about how they've journaled about their writing. And I know a lot of authors do, but what if you did that within a very structured environment where you're working towards this goal? And this one thing in particular is going to be huge for some people. So I'm I'm super excited to put that in as an accountability that people will need to do weekly, if possible, that's what we're looking at doing even biweekly depending on on people's structures but have you i mean you've, you've you've journaled about your writing i mean you kind of do that on your blog a bit don't you mark to some extent that's your kind of way of publicly talking about how you're how you're moving through your projects
1: yeah i keep a, a personal diary and i will talk about projects and things that i've written in there and it is always fun just to randomly go back and look at stuff uh the thing i've started doing recently is uh, when I was penciling my novel and there's a film project, I'm um, a script project I'm working on at the moment, which is I will, uh, I do my sort of two hours in the morning writing and then I will open a page of a notebook and, and just go, what's next? Or I will write a few kind of half baked ideas I've got for what happens next, and then throughout the day I come back to it and blah blah and write things down. So uh it's I, I now look back at that book and I can look at old ideas, stuff that was rejected, stuff that didn't work out, and that's interesting because subconsciously you put all that in your mental trash can. You know, you forget all the work you did to get to the point that you're at now because there's you you. You're, I don't, well, this is just me speaking, but you know, I focus on what's happening now in the scene and what's happening next. I don't worry about the things that I rejected or dumped or whatever, but it's interesting just to flip back and go through them and go, okay, you know what? To get to this one idea, I had to go through 10, 11, 12 other ideas to find the one that worked. And of course, if you're starting out, that can be a bit of a shock, you know, it's, um, finishing a draft is, is an achievement in itself, but just getting, you know, just getting those chapters down and figuring out and and re going back and rewriting them and, and just getting the words on the page. It's some, it takes an awful lot of, you know, the, the the finished book is just the tip of the iceberg. There's so much else under the water.
0: Yeah, absolutely. It's, it's, it's absolutely fascinating. And as writers, the idea of writing our own kind of journal, you know, it's all writing as well. It's, uh, It can, it can even, you know, ultimately be part of your word count in some ways because it's an exploration and it's, we want to take people to a completely deeper level of their, their own experience within writing. So that's, that's a kind of a tried and tested thing that I've done in the past. And, and, and we're going to be fascinated to see how people get on with that in the academy. And the fifth accountability area that we're focusing on, this is huge. One of the biggest elements. That people are going to benefit from within the academy is this idea of a coaching. So you're basically going to have Mark and I as your coaches. I'm going to be your coach on what I call the inner game of writing, which is all of the personal challenges and, and, you know, great visual dreams and things that you want to create for yourself and working on the, all of the inner game, that inner voice in our head, that inner editor, the inner critic things that hold you back, the things that tell you you're not good enough. I'll be coaching you directly as a group on those things each month. And Mark will be coaching you on the craft side of things as well to make your book as good as possible. So that is a really powerful combination of both the inner game and the craft. But within the coaching, especially within my side of the coaching, we focus on a specific thing each month. So it might be the inner critic you know, and one of the things I always say within coaching is there is nobody out there, not even the one star Amazon reviewers who will be more hard on you than yourself. Mm -hmm. And it's a huge area that no one really works on as a writer. And my coaching will help you break through to turn that inner critic into your inner champion. It's going to basically be something that you're going to start to understand as a, a voice that will help you get to where you want to get to it's another character if you like within your own story that you you can choose to create and, and, and write and within that each month i will be giving you accountabilities of things to work on and become aware of that you are being held back in your writing because i'll say this a million times and i will always stand by this it doesn't matter how good a writer you have how many uh how many books you've read on writing um you know how many hours you sit at the computer tapping away if you haven't sorted out those inner voices those inner critics the things that are holding you back that will always be a constant in your life and you will never get to those heights that you want to unless you do that work and that's what my coaching is going to be around and um so it's life coaching for writers if you think about it like that and you get that as part of the of the whole package which is bonkers because we're we know that they're going to be people we've got people signed up in Australia, Canada, England, America. Some people won't be able to make maybe you know if they're in Australia and we've got like a you know a an evening UK time. But all of those coaching sessions, Mark, your crafting, and my my inner game mm-hmm. stuff will all be archived every month. So as, as this academy goes on, people will be able to to gain access to all of that coaching, and that for me, I mean it's what my life's about. It's about helping people who's, who, and, 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 and honestly, coaching is expensive. One-on-one, one-to-one coaching is massively expensive. We're talking 10 to $15,000 a year plus to get yourself a high level coach. And, you know, the Academy's not even, not even a 10th of that for the whole year. So, you know, if that's, if that's an area that, that you've always wanted to do, and you just, never had the opportunity, it's your chance to come and play, to come and try it out and see how much of a difference it makes. I mean, you've been acting, Mark, haven't you, as a, as a kind of a coach and a consultant for a, quite a quite a while now. I mean, obviously within your podcast, but since you left Orion.
1: Yeah. I mean, to go back to your point about the idea that giving feedback is learning, it's absolutely true. I've always you know, was very wary of joining, uh, sort of a writer's group where you have to read someone else's, you know, terrible poetry or whatever. But this is, you know, taking on, um, editing and coaching and talking to writers. It's actually been one of the most rewarding things I've done. One, because, you know, you see these folks go off and and get their books out there, but also it really helps me because uh, on my writing journey, because I learn something every time I work with someone or I recognize one of my foibles in in you know this writer's work and it's just that thing of keeping your hand in and immersing yourself in the world of writing you know in in the craft and how it works and it, the joy of it is it's a puzzle that will never be solved because it's as infinite as humanity itself. You know, everyone has their own story, has their own perspective on the world, has their own way of telling stories, and everyone has an individual voice. And that thing of, uh, you know, finding your voice is one, and it's something I'll be focusing on a lot on the craft side of things, is, is finding your voice. It took me years to do that. Some people get it straight away, but some people struggle with it. And I think that's one of the most important things is, is to find your voice right truthfully, right with passion and that's something we'll be helping you with too.
0: Yeah, I love it. I absolutely love it. And in some ways it's quite interesting reflecting back on the last nearly 4 years of this podcast. Every single best-selling author that we've talked with, every single best-selling author you've interviewed, Mark, they've in a way been our coaches. I mean, they for the first year when we were yeah. doing when we were launching that book, we went out like full like disclosure. We were going out saying, "How do you do it? How do you tell us? Tell us your secrets, tell us." And in some ways What I've loved about this journey so far is the fact that we've got this very broad perspective on just how unique every single one of those authors is, and that's how we treat everyone that comes into the Academy. It's not a one-shoe-fits-all. It's about recognising and celebrating your uniqueness, but also giving you structure within that journey so that you can focus and get on with it and write the very best book you can. And uh, I just think back to some of those incredible people that we interviewed when we were struggling like we there were times where you know we i remember we used to interview people and then we'd put we put they'd hang up on skype and we'd look at each other and go yeah oh, <laughs> <laughs>
1: you remember that well, i mean uh, finally i mean if you're listening to this uh we're now putting out episodes every other week because we're working so hard on the academy but we are rerunning those early episodes so and i've been listening back to them so this week uh the episode before this week was maria semple again you know she's talking there about finding voice being honest uh we've got robin stevens uh talking about how you know that writing habit that she picked up has helped her Gerald brocrombie that idea of you know putting yourself out there and finding he was someone who had you know had a full-time job had to find time to write write epic fantasy uh next few weeks we've got michelle paver we've got nick osler and mark huckabee who are screenwriters uh you know so it's some we oh we got Sarah Pimber in a few weeks. That's fantastic. So um so yeah, every week was uh you know a little mini masterclass. But the thing, like I said, I've said this already. But the the thing that was really hammered home to me was there is no one way of doing it. There are principles, but uh you know you need to find your own path, and that's what we hope to provide.
0: Yeah, absolutely. And I think one of the, one of the incredible things that we've been looking at is just over the last few weeks. I've been trying to get statistics on all of our authors that we've interviewed all these best-selling authors you would not believe this but if you collectively added up all the books that these people have sold that we've interviewed on this podcast in the last nearly four years it comes to over half a billion books that is the level of detailed advice we've gone deep 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 across all these authors and it's really when you think about it the the advice that um that we've been given and we've been sharing on the podcast has been has been phenomenal in terms of the, the the value that it brought us through that journey but also the stories we hear from every other people even just the odd the odd lines that the authors dropped in about oh you know i, I you know michael Connolly i love that one about it. he gets stuck so he, he writes slightly further back and then does the run-up that that's a life-changing tip for somebody who's who's never managed to do it and actually. A lot of this, I love the analogy of if anyone's ever played the guitar or piano, of which I know a lot of people will have done. I know, Mark, you're a big guitar fan as well. But there's an analogy in music which I love to draw on, which is this idea that your skill level, your ability to to to, to play a certain piece of music improves. But most people without coaches, without a tutor, kind of sealing out, they, they max their, their abilities to that point. You ever, you ever had that mark when you play the
1: play the guitar you kind of like to totally, get improved totally it. I've, I've, I've rehearsed with bands I've never you know I've played live on stage with a band once but whenever I've rehearsed with a band I've come on leaps and bounds uh, whereas yeah. if I uh, if I'm just rehearsing at home I keep doing the uh, the the same stuff over and over again so um, yeah 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 it sometimes
0: takes somebody to just show you a new trick or something different and suddenly it opens your world to a whole other level of of ability and expertise. And I used to do that as a musician. I used to kind of, I'd have a guitar teacher and I'd work with them for a year and then, you know, they they maybe retired or something. And then I had a few months and I would just get stuck. So the Academy is about keeping people constantly moving forward and inspiring them to, to really go for it. Um, and yeah, I'm super excited about how the coaching will help change people. Um, and then the sixth accountability that we have within the academy is something based on something I've done in my coaching for many years called Ignite Teams. And the idea is that you have, so you have a regular coaching session uh, as a group once once a month with, with Mark, once a month with me. So it's every two weeks, basically live coaching. But then also once a month, you get together with three of your academates, three people who are part of the academy. And you do an hour session where you get a focused fifteen minutes to talk about what you're working on, what you're struggling with, and what you want to celebrate. And it's the most amazing format for bringing people together. It's very different from a writing group where everyone kind of, you know, sits around and you've got lots of different types of people in that room. And you have, um, you know, it can be quite intimidating. I think within a writing group if you've if you've ever been that and you've done that, um, but it's about four people all focused on the same thing, all supporting each other and cheering each other on. Mm -hmm. And so there's gonna be that element as well, which is gonna be very, very powerful over the year. It means you've got this sense of a peer group of people who you get to know and learn from and and can learn from you as well. Because we've always said this, every single writer out there, every single person listening to this podcast right now, you have something to teach someone else. It doesn't matter what part of your journey you're on, everyone's so unique. They've always got something from their life experience, from their writing experience to teach others. And we want to encourage that sense of community and sharing because that is absolutely huge. And you can't even begin to put a price on, on the value of what you learn through that. And and that's the biggest thing. Ultimately, you you come into the academy for a year or more. You know, there's not there's not any, you know, you, you can write as many books as you want in the academy. But ultimately, everything that we're focusing on, we want people to learn for life because these are things that as you build the experiences of what you're doing you take them and you use them the stuff i'm going to coach about will be valuable not just in your writing life but in your life in general i've learned so much through coaching how to parent my kids better you know how to how to run a business all these different areas and that for me mark is one of the most exciting things is that we we want people this is not a disposable year of your life or more it's something which is an investment for the rest of your life as well and i mean you you look back over what how many years now that you've been writing 103 exactly right (laughs) take 103 years (laughs) but like think about the the things that you learn early on in your journey or even even yesterday how they have played a part in you getting this movie deal, for example. I mean it's all been an accumulation of, of experience yeah, and there's, skills.
1: There's like there's no wasted writing. Even those half finished books that you 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 can you know couldn't get together you learn something. I mean, I've always said writing is failing a little bit less every time. So you start with a, you know, a rough old first draft and that gets a little bit better and a little bit better. So, you know, you learn by your failures, you you pick yourself up, you dust yourself off, you have another go at it. And every now and then a little piece of the puzzle falls into the, into place and you're like, Oh, there we go. So yeah, it's, um, I, I've learned. The thing is, and this is the thing, it's it's you you learn things and learn things, but there is always something new to learn. Always something new. You can't sit back and go, Well, I know how to do this now, because that's just not the case. Uh, it's it's like I said, it's the puzzle that, that can never be solved. But, you know, getting you started, getting you on that road, getting you on a path that will help you start to figure out your puzzle is is what we're all about.
0: Yeah. And that's part of the beauty and the mystery and the wonder of why we all do this um now we talked to people in the bxp team about accounts yeah. specifically, specifically you asked a really interesting question let's talk about what things you discovered through some of the responses that people got because i'm sure a lot of people will associate with these
1: these are terrific so the, the bxp team this is the team if you're if you're a uh, Chart top a patron uh, for us. You get membership to this exclusive Facebook group, which is, you know, not a massive group. And we've got authors there, we've got best selling authors in there, we've got people just starting out, we've got people at all levels. And I said to them, What role has accountability played in your writing? We've got so many answers. I can't read them all out, but we've got some really cool ones. So Craig Anderson, uh, who is an author, uh, Craig Anderson, he says, Honestly, I wasn't holding myself accountable because I wasn't tracking my writing. I'd write when the feeling hit me, which might be a thousand words or nothing for days, which is, feels familiar to me. I used to be like that. And he says, I, I brief stints of accountability like NaNoWriMo, which allowed me to write a book, but they were short bursts. When I first started tracking my words on January 1st, and this is part of the 2020 challenge that we launched, he says, I honestly didn't think much of it. I started out just making my 200-word goal. Then I had a few days exceeding it. But the important thing is that I never missed it. Even when we went skiing for the day, and he, he lives in Canada, so that's okay. Uh, even when I went skiing for the day, I got up early to do my 200 words so I wouldn't break the streak. Now, brace yourself. I've written well over 150,000 words already this year, which is phenomenal. It really is, Craig. That is incredible. Yes,
0: absolutely brilliant. And we're not even, well. we're just halfway, just over halfway through the year. And can you imagine what that's
1: going to be by the end of December? It's just astonishing. Just fantastic. Um, Steve Gowland. Now, if if you've been following the hashtag BXP2020 where people are banking their words, Steve is there every day. Steve says, it played a motivating role for me. You can kid yourself, but having someone else to answer to, my wife, the bestseller experiment deadlines, it made everything real and something I couldn't kid my way out of. It added pressure, but... In a positive way, I didn't want to let other people down by letting myself down. Without being accountable, I'd have finished nothing. With it, I've got almost three books done in three years, 300,000 words. Accountability is the difference between talking about writing a book and actually writing a bloody book. (laughs) (laughs) That's brilliant. uh, I love it. I mean, that, that's, that's, that's a key thing there. That thing of, I didn't want to let other people down by letting myself down. And, uh, you know, you want, to, you, you want to take pride in your writing. You know, you want to take pride in, in building in those building blocks where you're putting that book together. So that's, that is amazing. And, you know, you know, one of the things that we, we often forget, Mark,
0: in the bigger picture, and allow me to go, to go a bit deep on you for a minute, but we, we do all have an ultimate deadline. We just don't know when it's coming. And that's yeah. part of the problem. And, you know, I set up my my coaching company, 4,000 Saturdays, based around the idea that on average we get 4,000 Saturdays. So let's not kid ourselves right now. Let's not kid ourselves. We, there is a deadline. We all know it. We just don't know when it will come. For some of us, it might come sooner than we expect. Not not necessarily because, you know, something terrible might happen to us, but we might not be able to write. Um, You know, I have personal family experiences where, you know, um, things like dementia alzheimer 's removes the brilliant mind of someone to be able to do the things they love, and so that 's the thing that 's always motivated me to show up every day it's it 's the one thing that you can 't escape from the idea that we have an ultimate dead line all right and what I, I want to look this up the word deadline this is so bizarre this <laughs> is mad right there is actually a term. There is a, in a, it's in a prison. There is a line outside of the prison, which is like, um, drawn in the sand or wherever it is. And it's basically the line that if you manage to get past it, you're basically free. But if you don't get past it, you usually, you're usually gunned down Mm. on an escape. It's actually, this is where the word deadlines come from. And, and the thing is we don't like deadlines. I, 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 the pressure of a deadline. I mean, we've got the academy launching on the 1st of September. The applications close on the 14th of August. It's a deadline that's pending. It's like, you know, five, five weeks away. We've got, we've got work to do, more work to do. But you know what? You're listening to a podcast that has run for f- nearly four years and we have never missed a show. Never in four mm. years. And the reason why that is Mark is because we had to show up every week because yeah. we promised that we'd be there. And that's the only re- now in other areas of, of, of our lives, and everyone can associate with this in other areas of our lives, maybe we drop a lot of balls. You know, we we don't we don't do the things we hope we could do. But when you have a deadline and an accountability, it happens. And so my point is, is if you want to be that successful author, maybe that bestselling author you've always dreamed of, you need this in your life. You need to have this as an essential piece of the thing that makes you do what you need to do in the time you have available. Because we all know the date of our birth but we, none of us know the date of our death. So the time to do it is now. You can't put it off for another year. You can't make excuses for the rest of your life because you will not end up writing those books. You will not end up living those dreams. And that's why, you know, what we're trying to create here. It's way, way more important than you just writing one book. It's about you starting your legacy for the rest of your life. It's about teaching you writing habits that will get you past those challenges that you have of I don't have the time. Because, right, we did we did some research on this a year mm. ago when we were planning the academy. The number one reason why people do not get their book finished or started is because. I'm too busy with life slash day job slash family. It's the number one. It was like 85% of people we surveyed told us that was the biggest reason. Mm-hmm. Uh, another biggie in the top 10 reasons, procrastination. Like what is procrastination? Um, I don't know. We'll able to think on that one, I guess. Um There's everything that you can imagine coming up, and they're all reasons not
1: to write. I'll tell you what procrastination is. It's it's a kind of fear, I think. It's a kind of fear of committing to something and making decisions that will set you on a path. And it is kind of scary. It's one of those things, you know, when you're certainly sometimes when you, you know, the, the, the writers talk about the, the tyranny of the blank page and that thing of, you know, uh, writing a first act of a book is, is relatively easy because you're just opening the doors to everything then sooner or later you have to start making choices about where you're going to go and making decisions that will steer the plot that will send you off in a particular direction but you learn over time that actually it's okay to go down the wrong alleyway because you just back out and go down another alleyway you know it's um and once you get over that procrastination tends to go away and that comes about by making a habit so just to just to go back to the BXP team, we've, had, you know, Shell, Shell Vess, uh, she said, this year is the first time I've really made myself accountable to anyone else for my writing. She's been doing the 2020 challenge and she has a daily spreadsheet that turns green when she inputs her word count. And she said, I never would have considered writing and submitting a story to an anthology if, if it weren't for this group's encouragement and the habit of writing every day to keep me on track and finish the story. It's been easy to share my word counts. You know, my next goal is to find a, a writing partner. So this is, you know, you've got Shell who's, you know, been there on the edge of jumping in. And and she's in, and she's swimming, and she's going, and she's fantastic. Mm. So this is this is just terrific hearing this.
0: Did Chell say
1: writing partner?
0: Yeah. Well, yeah. that's something you get in the academy as well. Exactly. Isn't it? Yeah. That's yeah, all. Is yeah. that even is something we haven't even mentioned? But we have set up a system for people to to find writing partners as well. So if you want somebody like that, they'll find it in the academy. It's, it's phenomenal.
1: Jeff White uh, says public declarations have led to me writing and publishing a novel, writing a novella, a short story and now to start plotting my next novel all in 21 months. That's not to say these things wouldn't have happened without the accountability but they would have taken far far longer. It keeps me on track and motivates me to get my ass in the chair and work on days when motivation is low. So this this is it, you know, I mean if that's what's he what's he done? A novel, novella, short story, and another novel on the way in twenty one months. So it's it is it is doable. It is absolutely doable. It's absolutely brilliant. And we had
0: so many more responses about how people have 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 found accountability as, as being the key. It is the key central. And in fact, you know to, you know just mentioning back about procrastination. If you were to look up the word procrastination in the Bestseller Academy's Dictionary, it would be the opposite to accountability. I think that that is the big thing. It's it's procrastination is our default. It's our default because we think that procrastination is that uh it's something that happens to us. It's not it's actually a decision we make. Mm-hmm. It's a decision to not do anything. It's actually it's actually a decision that we subconsciously make and um and it's the killer of dreams. It's the killer of dreams. So um part of what we want to do is erase that word from people's lives. If you say if you've ever said in your life oh, just procrastinate. You're telling yourself that story and you're keeping that story going. So we're going to remove that word from the academy dictionary. It's got to be that you're now accountable to yourself first and foremost, um, and accountable to your life as a writer. Um, Because we know that this is not a easy decision to make for someone to just be a writer. I mean, it's a there are many people who've tried it and and, and failed. You know, the people that show up this podcast each week are the one, you know, you are the ones that are the 1% out there, really. It really, I mean, we forget that, but the fact that you're this deep into your writing journey and your interests and your passion in writing is you're in the 1% already. Absolutely. But what we want to do is take you into that 1% of the 1%. And that's where I believe the successful career authors live because- um they do things they they do things slightly differently. It can be a tiny pivot between where you are now and where you're going to be in a year from now. And that makes all the difference. So so yes, so much to talk about, but we're very excited. We want to welcome everyone who's already signed up. And if you're interested in joining the academy, there are a couple of options right now. First option is go to bestsellerexperiment.com forward slash academy. That's bestsellerexperiment.com. Forward slash academy, and you can apply there. The application form only takes uh, about ten or fifteen minutes. We ask you a bit about your writing dreams and what you'd like to accomplish. This academy is not based on where you are at currently in your writing journey or your current success. We it's about taking you from where you are today to the biggest amount of improvement you can make, and that's where we meet you. So if you think, oh, I've I've not got the skill level. If you if you don't know how to write, then join the academy because you'll be the, the biggest uh advancement, if you like, of all the people in there. If you'll have the most to learn, it'll be phenomenal journey. I
1: mean that that form is very important because we will be studying them all, we'll be looking at them, we'll be making assessments on where you are on your writing journey, and that helps us tailor stuff for you. So you won't be wandering around going into the wrong, you know, bits of the course or whatever. We'll we'll give you a steer and we'll give you an idea of where to go so it is like we say it is this is unlike any other course out there yeah we've got some
0: amazing amazing ideas that people are coming into the academy with as well ideas of books they want to finish books they want to start the book they've always wanted to write you know it's that kind of level of of excitement so we want to hear about your ideas start thinking about what you would do if you got into the academy What what book would you write what would be your dream to have a year from now And, uh, yeah, I think it's going to be, it's going to be phenomenally exciting. And obviously on the podcast, we'll be reporting a lot about how people are making, making progress with it as well. Um, the other thing is that we, we have a webinar. If you want to learn more about, you know, and go into more detail about what, what the academy, we just only start to scratch the surface. I can't even begin to tell you how much more there is to talk about, but come to the website, academy.bestsellerexperiment.com and, Join the webinar. Have a have a watch of that. Have a listen to me and Mark. Um, we've got a presentation there and we take everyone through everything that you you will get and and why your writing dreams matter as well. We delve into that in a big way. So pop along to the website and you can sign up to attend those. They're happening for the next few weeks. So get over there and get signed up so that you can take part in that. You can also ask us questions as well uh, on those webinars and send us questions via email if you've got any you know, thing that you want to know a bit more about. And we'll happily answer those as well, because we want to make this the most incredible place for writers anywhere in the world, anywhere on the internet.
1: Thank you, Mr. D. Well, I think we'll wrap things up there, don't you? We'll um, Absolutely. We'll uh, leave people to mull on that. And uh, if you want to come and find us online, if you want to find out, more, we're on Facebook, Bestseller Experiment. Twitter and Instagram is at Bestseller XP. And please subscribe rate and review on your podcatcher of choice and a big thank you as always to our editors dave and jd who make us sound so amazing (laughs) thank you so much for joining us this week and we hope you have the
0: most incredible writing week we hope we are inspiring you to think bigger to think about those dreams that you have and to think what might be possible and if you want to come and join us in the academy we would love love to have you apply so that we can find out a bit more about who you are and what your dreams are so mr stay thank you so much and good luck sir because i know that over the next few weeks you're going to be rather busy uh, <laughs> working on many projects especially the film but we uh, look forward to kind of catching up with you in another couple of weeks to find out how bob the builder's getting on with that set <laughs> and um, and no doubt many more plots and twists and turns as you get towards this what is the most incredibly exciting adventure right now of, of making another movie so mm. if you want to hear how that goes then tune in every every episode because we'll be covering uh, Mark's journey through that as well and believe me it's going to get a lot more fun <laughs> it's going to be brilliant so Hexa have a good week everyone and it's a
1: goodbye from Mark 1 and a goodbye from Mark 2 goodbye goodbye